0: We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we declare our love to you, and we thank you, Lord, that you've given us your words which tell us what you want us to do. So today, as in every day, We will love you with all our heart, soul, and mind. We'll love our neighbor as ourselves. And we'll tell people of the love that you have brought to us. We bless you. We thank you. We praise you and honor you and give you all the glory. We look forward to a wonderful time where we look at your word and and your heart, the heart of Messiah. And we pray that we will develop That kind of a heart. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, it's great to be back. And we, last week, were talking about sharing our faith with Jewish people. Prior to that, just sharing our faith in general. And uh, I'm trying to get you somewhat familiar with Jewish people and culture and their faith so that you can feel more confident when you come to them with the good news of Messiah. Now, I've shared this before on the radio, but, you know, honestly, I believe this is really important to repeat because when we get it into our head, well, it, 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 is something that we can truly uh, bring with more confidence. So, uh, before we begin, we have items to send you to help you, resources. Uh, they're free. Just email me and I'll email you these resources on sharing God's word from the Hebrew scriptures and issues of Jewish and church history and how to approach Jewish people and various prophecies. So call our office at 813-831-5673. Ask for Karen. And if you enjoy the Heart of Messiah programming... Uh, you feel it's valuable to your spiritual life? I'm going to ask you to send us a gift today to stay on the air. Again, same phone number, eight one three eight three one five six seven three, Or you can check us out on our website, heartofmessiah.org, and hit the donate button. We'd really appreciate that if you did that. Well, again, we looked last week at why Christians should share their faith with Jewish people. And uh, we looked at the population study. uh, And I said, I think last week, 14 million Jews in the world. I think that's a little outdated. I believe there are about 16 now. And Israel has about uh, 6,100,000 Jewish people. And the United States has. Five million seven hundred thousand Jewish people. So those two combined is certainly way more than 50 percent of the Jewish people in the world. And um, the United States has one point eight percent of its population as Jewish people, approximately one point eight percent. And yet you will find Jewish people all throughout the world. Why? Well, that's God's plan and God's word. Can you agree with me that God's word is true? So this is kind of where we left off last week. I started mentioning some of the scriptures that talk about not only the Jews being scattered to the four corners of the earth, but then God bringing them back. Uh, amazing how god writes that in his word and it comes to pass we should really understand how faithful god is ezekiel thirty-six nineteen says i scattered them among the nations so they were dispersed through the countries according to their way and their deeds i judged them verse 20 wherever they went among the nations they profaned me My holy name, since it was said about them, they are the people of Adonai, yet they had to leave his land. See, the land is God's, and the Jewish people had to leave because of judgment, because of sin. However, what was God going to do afterwards? Therefore, it says in Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-two, Say to the house of Israel, Thus says Adonai Elohim, or the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, house of Israel, but for my holy name, which you profaned among the nations wherever you went. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them. The nations will know that I am Adonai. It is a declaration of Adonai when I am sanctified in you before their eyes. In verse 24, for I will take you, meaning Israel, from the nations, gather you out of all the countries and bring you back to your own land. Then I'll sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean from all your uncleanness and from your idols. Moreover, I'll give you a new heart. I'll put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And this has been done in part people. Jewish people have come from the four corners of the earth, and we do see a messianic movement where God has given Jewish people a new heart and sprinkled, as we say, clean water on us, but it hasn't been done to the whole house of Israel, and I believe that's why you need to pray for them, and that's why you need to share with them, because God wants to use you, to bring them back. In Ezekiel thirty-seven twenty-one, it says, Then they say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will take the sons of Israel from among the nations where they've gone. I'll gather them from every side and bring them into their own land. I will make them one nation in the land. In Isaiah eleven eleven, it says, It will also come about in that day that my Lord will again redeem us second time with his hand the remnant of his people and then it says in verse 12 he will lift up a banner for the nations and assemble the dispersed of israel and gather the scattered of judah from the four corners of the earth i mean that's got to be pretty exciting when you see the the accuracy of god's word but now we're going to move a little more to the Jewish culture and the, the race rather than the faith and, and scriptures. So let's learn a little bit about Jewish people, right? I would say that there would be four main uh, types of Judaism, okay? Okay. Number one, orthodox, which would be the most religious, conservative, which is sort of middle of the road, reform, which is the least religious, and then non-denominational, which means Jewish people who are Jewish, but they're not affiliated. And believe it or not, the non-religious at 35%, Uh, in the United States, and the non-denominational at 30% makes 65% of Jewish people who are either Reform, or, which is not very religious, and we'll talk about that in a minute, or uh, that they have no uh, preference at all to any type of Judaism. Orthodox would be 10% roughly, and conservatives about 18%. So, uh, of the Reform, and many of them would be called Reconstructionists, which some say is another group, but that's only about 3% of the Jewish people. But these people consider themselves secular. Um, You know, even in the Reform because it's a denomination, but many of the reformed Jews are secular. They just go to synagogue because it's their habit and they don't go that often. Now Messianic Jews uh, and Jews in the church, I would say they're probably somewhere between 50 and a hundred thousand in the United States, somewhere between one and two percent. Of the number of Jews. The direction of Judaism, if you take a poll, and and there are a number of polls that have been taken, so listen to this. If you were born between 1914 and 1927, only 7% would say they were not religious or no religion. If you were born in 1928 to 1945, 14%, so it jumped, it doubled. In 1946 to 64, 19% would say they had no religion. In 1965 to 1980, 26% said they had no religion. And after 1981, It jumped to 81%. I don't have figures beyond that right now. Or look at it a different way, through intermarriage. This is amazing. Before 1970, 17% of Jewish people were married to somebody who was not Jewish. But then after that, it doubled from 70 to 74, and that became 35%. All the way to after 2000, believe it or not, listen to this 58% of Jewish people are intermarried. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? And 35%, even of the Jewish people in Israel, are secular. So let's look at these different categories. Let's start with Orthodox. Orthodox, as I said, about 10% of the American uh, Jewish scene. Most religious, they're broken into different names, you might hear. But basically, they fit under this area of Orthodox. And um, they know the Old Covenant extremely well. Uh, They use commentaries. Called the Talmud, Mishnah, Gemara, and some even use the mysticism of Kabbalah. And what they're saying is that for the most part, these commentaries are equivalent to the Hebrew scriptures in their authority. Yes. So that's why it might be difficult to talk to them, because they're not just going to talk scripture with you, they're going to talk commentary. And their lives, for the most part, again, there's some more orthodox or less orthodox, but for the most part, there's something called halachic, which means it's a way of life following the law. They believe that the Torah is divinely ordained. So sometimes when they say Torah, they mean it literally, which would be the first five books of Moses. And some Orthodox only feel the first five books are ordained. And other Orthodox feel that the entire uh, Hebrew scriptures, which could be called the Torah or the Tanakh, um, are divinely ordained. So The halakha refers to the legal aspect of Judaism. It refers to keeping God's law. So that's a a little look at Orthodox, and and you might know that many of them, uh, not only do they eat kosher, but they have separate refrigerators, separate dishwashers, and and so on, because they don't want even the—and separate plates, because they don't want the plates to mix with um, meat and dairy, which is part of their idea of what it means to keep kosher. Now, Reform Jews, which is on the other side of the spectrum, and I told you they're about 35%, they're known as very liberal and progressive. And so um, the religious law and customs follow human judgment rather than scripture. Many are, as I said, cultural Jews, uh, Passover Yom Kippur Jews, similar to Christmas and Easter Christians, right? (laughs) And many don't believe in God or are agnostic, which means kind of that God is out there somewhere but doesn't have anything to do with their lives. And certainly most do not believe that the Bible is God's Word. Finally, the middle group is the conservative group, which is about 18 percent, developed in the 20th century, and it was a reaction to the liberalism of Reform Judaism. So they sought to conserve some of the traditions by applying new ideas to the boundaries of Jewish law, And so they are in the middle group. Uh, Many of them do believe in God. Many of them don't. Many of them do believe that Scripture is God's word. Many of them don't. Okay. And then, of course, I mentioned uh, Reconstructionist, which is 3%. Um, and they just uh, reject the Torah was given to Moses. They uh, Their views of Judaism is a continuing process of evolution, incorporating some of the Jewish beliefs and traditions, um, but mostly the modern, modern world speaking into it. So, you know, this is a good place to mention. If you have questions about this, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. I'll try and include your, the answers in later broadcasts. So now let's look politically. <laughs> the political views of Jewish Americans. Well, seven out of ten Jews identify themselves with the Democratic Party and uh, Jews have been extremely supportive of President Obama, and more than any other religious group. Eight of ten Jews say that homosexuality should be accepted by the society. Nine of ten uh, ten Jews are pro-choice, and Orthodox Jews... 57% 57% identify or lean to the Republican Party. So you can see that when you're, if you're not Orthodox, you are a Democrat if you're Jewish. I mean, like 95%. It's, it's very, very strong. So the Orthodox Jews have a similar attitude to, let's say, homosexuality as maybe evangelical Protestants, which say roughly six in 10 say that homosexuality should be discouraged. Now, a lot of these, the the information I'm giving you comes from the Pew polls, which was taken in 2013 uh, about Jewish people. In, in terms of national priorities and interests, how important would you rank the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? This comes from a poll in December four, 2014, 41% of Jewish people said not among the top five issues, 37% said among the top of five issues, and only um, 16% said among the top three issues, and the most important issue, only 5% said that. Interesting, right? What is your attitude and attachment to Israel? Now, again, this is a poll taken um, in 2013. This was from the Pew poll, I believe. And and, and so what is your attitude and attachment to Israel? So in the uh, poll, it says emotional attachment to Israel, 69% of Jewish people visited Israel at least once, 43% of Jewish people. This is one of my favorite here. What does it mean to be Jewish? Here's what the pollsters found out. 73% said that the most important about being Jewish is remembering the Holocaust 69% said leading an ethical and moral life 56% said working for justice and equality Um, 49% said being intellectually curious 43% said caring about Israel 42% said having a good sense of humor. 28% said being part of a Jewish community. 19% said observing Jewish law. And 14% said eating traditional Jewish foods. So I'm I'm trying to give you this overall picture that Jewish people are um, maybe not just the way you thought they were. <laughs> I mean, uh, what is the political ideology of Jewish people? 49% said liberal, 29% said moderate, and 19% said conservative. But when asked party-wise, 70% said Democrat, and 22% Republican, 8% Independent. Let me give you one more of these. Aside from weddings, funerals, or family events, how often do you attend Jewish religious, religious services? Are you ready for this? Once a week or more, 9%. Two to three times a month, 6%. Once a month. So if we're talking just once a month or better, we are at 21% of Jewish people. A few times a year, 18%. Once or twice a year, 22%. Never, 39%. Wow. Now, this should give you an understanding of who you were talking to in terms of Jewish people. Because you want to make sure that you do not lead with, if, if you're a conservative, you don't want to lead with telling a Jewish person how bad President Obama is to Israel. Because you would think that would make sense, but it doesn't. And so I'm here to tell you, I'm here to get you more sensitive to the, the Jewish people and how they think and how they feel. So what we're going to do is, because we've come pretty much to the end of the show, is next week I want to share with you a little bit about the history of the church And Jewish people. Now, this is going to shock you. And when I read quotes from Martin Luther's book, you're going to say that this is not possible. But you are going to have to wait till next week because we're out of time. So let me just mention again that, uh, you know, we're still offering the New Year's prayer. A number of people have gotten that. And um, I'm sure it's blessed them. We've heard from some of them. Uh, We also are offering the... Issues of history flyer and the how to approach Jewish people and prophecies and, and sharing God's word from the Hebrew Scriptures and also answering objections. So call our office at 813 831 5673 or email me at rabbi at heart well, may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let us close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah, so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.